When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Was a big part of my decision. Um, I've looked up to his game, you know, since we both came in the league. And, uh, you know, I played with his brother Mike um, out in Philly when I was first drafted. And uh, me and me and EK have kind of crossed paths here and there. Um but always from afar, I've, I've admired his game. And so when the opportunity presented uh, to be able to, to come in and, and play alongside him um, on a defense with great leadership, um, with great talent, um, it, was, it, it was really a no-brainer. Say Jordan Hicks is a massive human being. Oh, he's huge. My God. Look at that guy. A specimen. And 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 seems to be an extremely extremely articulate man as well. He's very very good at the podium. He a good uh, quote uh, next he, season. He is a good quote. He is a good quote. The Vikings have a couple good quotes at linebacker. Eric Hendricks and Jordan Hicks yeah. going to be uh, good quotes. Barr didn't you know, say too he, much back in the day. No, nah, he was a, a man of few words. Um, TCL is a, is a company of many televisions. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Thanks to TCL and Surly Brewing Company for supporting this daily Vikings tomfoolery. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Mackie Judd, our executive producer, Declan. Um, I mean, we, we got to hit the breaking news off the bat here. As the Vikings build their roster... Towards Super Bowl contendership, they have officially it's brought gone? back Sean Mannion. Oh! Sean Mannion, Sean Mannion wow. is the Vikings' backup quarterback for 2022. If you're wondering whether the Vikings are really running it back or not, I think this solidifies it for anyone that was on the fence. That quarterback room will include Sean Mannion yet again. I'm pumped for it because I, unlike Judd, have moved past the resistance of what they've done with Kirk Cousins here, okay? My spies. Like I, I am all about making Kirk feel as comfortable as possible going forward while you sit and dig your heels in. My spies told me as of the weekend, Mannion, considering offers from the Vikings, the Browns, the Browns were on the fence. They're like, Watson or Mannion? The Colts. <laughs> the Colts were like, well, we could trade for Matty Ice, but Mannion's out there. I, it's been difficult, but he decided to come back to where he's comfortable. 
So, uh, so at least at least that quarterback room will be will be comfortable, and it'll it'll feel very similar. I'm I'm wondering, you know, uh, how much are the Vikings paying their shadow general manager Rick Spielman to to make these moves here so far the past six weeks? Quasi, you go do the press conferences, and uh, we'll just uh, we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Right, Rick, come, come back. You Rick, just hear this <laughs> in the background. <laughs> just coming from the hey, that sounds familiar. No, it's nothing. It's nothing. So, uh, so we're celebrating Sean Mannion coming back. Uh, he looks great in purple. Maybe Sean Mannion can just be the third quarterback this time around, though. Maybe, maybe, maybe they can coach up Kellen Mond to to actually come into a game if Kirk Cousins can't play. But anyhow, the other thing that came across this morning, boys, the Godfather himself has a three I want a mock. Mock. Right. I want the Godfather of mock. Mel Kuyper, hot off the presses on ESPN.com. If we could get the appropriate music here, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I don't proceed Boy, with Godfather ball, Mock. Ball got dropped there, the didn't it? Ball got here. dropped over there. Appropriate music not being played. <laughs> it's my it's my cue to go forward with the mock draft here. All right. I have not looked at this. So so we're all sort of being uh surprised pick by pick here from Mel Kuyper's 3.0. Starting with the Jacksonville Jaguars, drafting Aiden Hutchinson, number one overall. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle Hamilton going number two to the Lions. So this is becoming a thing now. Like the Ringer has this, Kuiper has this. So Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. Wow. He also says Kayvon Thibodeau may be in play here as well, but uh, the top offensive tackles are not an option for the Lions. They are set with Taylor Decker and Panay Sewell. All right, the Texans at number three, they're taking a tackle. Iquanu from North Carolina State. It looks like they're sticking with Davis Mills at quarterback for this year. Yeah. Guy taken right after Kellen Mond. Hell of a neck. Yeah. You've seen that guy's neck? Oh, pencil neck? It's not a pencil neck. It, it's a, or what? It's the opposite. It's, oh, it's, it's huge. Okay. Oh, so it's not like Mike Glennon I've, neck? No, it's not like yeah, Declan Mike Glennon neck. Th- that's it's, my first this thought. Is a, this is a Merton Hanks? neck. It's like if you were to take Merton Hanks or Mike Glennon's necks and turn them sideways. Okay. Merton Hanks had one of my favorite necks of all time. He did. All right, number four, the New York Jets taking receiver Drake London from USC. The Giants taking offensive tackle Evan Neal from Alabama. The Panthers at six taking Trayvon Walker, the uh, defensive end from Georgia, which brings us back to the Giants at seven. Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher from Oregon. Falcons at eight taking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. And this was, he did put this together after the Matt Ryan transaction. So, you know, he's got the Falcons, uh, I don't know. He says, well, they they did sign Marcus Mariota, so they're going to take a flyer on him. No guarantee that they love Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett enough to to make them a top 10 pick. He's got the Seahawks taking Charles Cross, offensive tackle from Mississippi State. So no quarterbacks yet. The Jets at 10 taking Sauce Gardner, the cornerback from Cincinnati. Okay. The Commanders taking Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback from LSU. Liz Frank, foot injury, worries me. And that brings us to the Vikings. So all of the quarterbacks are on the board, but at this point, I mean, Cousins is locked in through 2023. I almost feel like it would be a waste to draft a quarterback now, knowing that you're probably not going to play him until 2024. So even if you love Malik Willis, I just don't know if it makes sense. You know, yeah. you don't want a Jordan Love situation 
where you just wasted a first round pick. So, oh, before I read you the pick here, what do you guys what are you guys thinking? Okay, position probability here: cornerback. Although mm-hmm. two of them are gone, uh, defensive end. I I will say this: I think the Vikings one hundred percent here go defense. So I don't think I don't think it's an offensive side of the ball guy. And I am going to say Godfather Mockdex. I'm just going to guess here that he will go with a pass rusher mm. for the Vikings. What's your guess? Uh, I, I'm guessing with the run on corners happening here, because Phil said the last two picks were cornerbacks, right? And Sauce, and then yep. um, and then Stingley. Sauce and Stingley. Yeah. I no, bet it. I bet know, it continues. One. Okay. I bet it continues. I bet the run on cornerbacks yeah. continue. Declan is correct. Nice. With Trent McDuffie, cornerback Washington, coming off the board here to the Phil Mackey scouted. That's right. Oh, yes. I've, uh, You've I've watched, watched a lot of McDuffie films in person. That's right. <laughs> so here's the write-up. The Vikings have used first-round picks on four cornerbacks since 2013. Can you name them all? Can you name them all? Since when? He's got them right here. Since 2013. So who are the, the first-round quarterback picks? Trey Waynes, Mike Hughes, um, Jeff Gladney. Who's the other Who's the other one I'm, I'm missing? Trey Waynes, by the way, available again. He just got released this morning did you, by the Bengals. And did you see how much he, he made for how few games he eventually played in there? I mean, he signed a pretty big contract. Yeah, right? it was a disaster yeah. for, for the Bengals. For him, it was great. He said Waynes, Gladney, Hughes. Oh, uh Xavier. Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. Yep. None of them are on the roster right now, and the guys who drafted them, Zimmer and Spielman, are gone too. This is still a need position for new general manager Quasi Adolfo Mensa and coach Kevin O'Connell. McDuffie is the real deal. The stat you'll see most often is that he didn't allow a single touchdown in coverage over the past two seasons, and he goes all out on every play. Expect him to be a day one starter. And that's what they need. Yeah. They need someone that, like. That, that's what's tough here is like there might be some developmental guys that have higher upside, but you really do need with the way that you're going about your off season so far, someone that can come in and just start and mm-hmm. lock it down as, as best as they can as a rookie. Right. And you need right now. So, so let's just say that Dantzler, uh can start outside. So let's just say that he's in there plugged in. You still need two starting corners because the nickel guy now plays what? approximately something like 55%, 60, 60% of your snaps. Yeah. So yep. it's not just one, it's two. <laughs> and when I covered Donatel with Packers in 2003 and four at that time, and that was a 4-3, Donatel used a ton of dime packages, which meant they had five defensive backs. So the point being is defensive backs, they need people who can who can basically play and play a lot right now, which is why the more I think about it, Patrick Peterson's probably back. Now it's probably not expensive, and it's a you know, I would guess one year contract. But if you bring back Peterson, who's still good, he's not great, but he's good, uh, mm-hmm. and Dantzler can play, and you draft one, you still need at least one who's your more. Slot, then? Yeah, you don't have one right now. Yeah, I mean, would you like? There's like Dancer's an outside guy. And Chris Boyd, Mc, I don't McDu- trust. McDuffie's oh, an God, outside no. guy, right? Yes, and, and Chris Boyd. I, I'm sorry, I Chris Boyd to me is a special teams guy. Yeah, if he makes there's the always, roster, I think there's always guys though. Like you can find for some reason slot cornerbacks are never like break the bank guys, and so there's always stopgap dudes. You know, they found Captain Munerlin for a couple of years. Yeah. 
They're not breaking the bank guys. Mackenzie Alexander for a million dollars. Incredibly important. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying in terms of like a stopgap. Yeah. Right, but what what are their options? Their options are they're not going to draft a slot guy in the first round. So, like, they have to go find a bargain bin right. slot cornerback. But they got to right? do a good job here. That's the point. Like, they are they are going to try to win games. So, like, your your defense has to go if if your offense can go top ten, which it probably should, right? If your offense can go top ten, your defense has to be what top fifteen to to accomplish what to, to accomplish a, a pl- no 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 to make the playoffs and and make a run but to to fulfill what the Vikings want the Vikings for 2022 right or wrong clearly have a we're going to run things back and we're good so if you are going to make the playoffs and then I, I would guess win at least a game your defense if your offense is is reaching its optimal height what does your defense need to be a top fifteen defense. I, so I like that's a good question in that my answer I think is going to be a little bit different than you're expecting here. I think if you go out and sign J.C. Treader to be your starting center, which I'm going to keep pushing that until it's a non-possibility. And by the way, I took a stroll through J.C. Treader's dad's Twitter account yesterday. Oh, he's liking a lot of through, Vikings through stuff. the likes. He's liking a lot of Vikings yep, stuff. Yep, and, and now, he might just be like it might just be that the Vikings fans are more noisy about. Don't signing make his another son. dad just, delete his Twitter account because Phil <laughs> no. Mackey brought it up on this show. I mean, God <laughs> bless right. him, Don, Don Cousins, Cousins. Come back, come back, Don, Don Cousins. Same space. Active on Twitter, sharing his thoughts, and now it's gone because Phil opened his big trap. Come back. Well, it's funny because Don was just liking anti-Zimmer and anti-Spielman tweets and not realizing that these are public. People can see this. <laughs> Why is he so thin-skinned, dude? You're on Twitter. It's whatever. You know, you don't like anyway. Mike Zimmer. Nobody liked Mike Zimmer at the end. Come back to Twitter, Mr. Treader. Okay. Mr. Treader, please <laughs> don't leave. But if they if they sign J.C. Treader and they and they make. You know the huge leap from Garrett Bradbury to one of the top five centers in the NFL, and you and you finally pair Kirk with a collaborative, offensive-minded coach, and you get all your weapons coming back, and Irv Smith's coming back. I think, and and I should say, the Vikings in four years so far with Cousins have ranked between like tenth and fourteenth almost every year. I think every year they've been like no higher than ninth or tenth, but no lower than like you know. 15th to 20th in terms of points per game offensively, I think there'd be a real chance to jump up around like 5th, 6th, or 7th if you're just all in with a really good offensive line or at least an above average offensive line. Mm-hmm. And in which case, if you have the 5th best scoring offense in the NFL and you're averaging almost 30 points a game, your defense, if it comes in around 15th, 16th, and they're pretty good situationally in the red zone and on 3rd down, you can make a run. You can definitely make a run. But if it's going to be more of the same old and the offensive line is going to be rickety and Kirk's right. going to you know, sort of melt under pressure, then your defense needs to be top 10 if you want to do something significant. Right. But I think the leap for the offense is a shorter leap than the leap for the defense. I agree completely. But I'm, so, so if, they, if they max out, like if they are going great guns, if it is working, the defense has to be – because it's not going to be great. But, it had, but with Mike, we thought, my God, it's got, it has to be like top eight, top five. This defense, to me, with a lot of components that are question marks, has to be, I would say, around 15. Like, I, I can take 15. If, if they're a top 10 offense, I, I think in if they're good situationally on defense, they can be like the 20th defense in points. And they can probably still make the playoffs. 
I don't think okay. Ben don't uh, break. Yeah, yeah, ben yeah don't that's break. exactly right. Yes, yeah, that's what that's I'm thinking. Because be. they're going to bend. Mm-hmm. So if they tomorrow. do, the, if they <laughs> if they do if they draft Trent McDuffie, and now presumably you would have you know McDuffie, and I don't know, people are like down on Dantzler. Dantzler, Dantzler's been solid. Dantzler has graded out well. PFF. Dantzler has is he Darrell Revis in his prime? No. But if you know, for me personally, if the Vikings win into the season with Cam Dantzler as one of their starting outside cornerbacks, I'm fine with that. And they're mm-hmm. going to, <laughs> they have to. And I, I don't, I'd almost rather than spend Patrick Peterson's money on something else that can help you, like mm-hmm. you know, edge. And, and who knows? Maybe they wind up with Zadarius Smith, who we'll talk about in a second here. We're still waiting on news today. Maybe they wind up. Maybe they can clear enough space for Zadarius Smith and J.C. Treader, and then they draft a cornerback, and now you're sitting in a much better spot. Quickly, can I read some of the uh, strengths from Trent McDuffie's draft combine profile? We used to do this on Score North Live back in the day with Rami and Matthew Collar. I love this. These are some of the strengths. He swivels and stays connected to cross-face routes. Oh, that's important. You're damn right he That's important. He twitched up with explosive bursts to close. Twitched up. He twitched up. I love Twitch. He has the juice to bait throws and pounce on them. Oh, he baits throws. He baits throws. You got you gotta you gotta you know what you do, but you put that line He's out there. This sounds like yeah. someone put fifty scouting terms and phrases yes. in uh-huh. a bin and just randomized yes. them. Football. Tenacious in the run support. Yes, he is. What's the downs? Come on, find, find me the downsides. What, the weaknesses? Yes, I like the yeah. weaknesses more. Okay. They're more we need fun. to know everything. We need to yeah. know everything about uh, these players. Weaknesses below average size for length, below average size and length for cornerback one. Oh. Has the potential to improve anticipation. Oh, here's a, here's a good one. Here's a good football one. Don't, don't we all? It's true, though. Waits for release to begin before squeezing tight. <laughs> that wait, is an we, actual term. Wait. Let me read that again. That's like me after eating like two spicy yeah. uh, tacos talk- for dinner. <laughs> Are we talking about football still? Waits for release to begin yeah. before squeezing tight. Don't squeeze the Charmin. Yeah, this is right. You know what we should do? <laughs> Play a game. Scouting report or porn terms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Declan, what website is Declan really yeah, on right exactly. now? Oh, here right. we go. One more. No, one more. Dra- it's drafttube.com. Could, could have issues banging on big wideouts. What? That is an I'm reading this okay, this is crap. This is from NFL.com. This, this, this is from NFL.com. That's a bunch of crap. Hold, hold on. Read. <laughs> I'm not. It's from NFL.com. Might have issues. What? Could have issues banging on big wideouts. Football. I never thought this would happen to me. This is a family first podcast. Yeah, I was going to say I, that we have just crossed a line. Oh, my God. I think I need a drink, boys. Judd? Oh, let me offer you guys up a, you know what? In fact, you know what? Not just one drink. Several drinks from our friends at Surly Brewing, and that is because the Surly Variety Pack of 2022 is out. And, you know, after that, we all need beers, and we need different ones. So I bring you the Furious. I bring you the Havoc Machine. I bring you the Ghost Empire Dark Lager. And then my personal favorite, the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA. Yes, I still love Furious. Don't get me wrong. But the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA, well, it is. It is a special beer. Did this really happen to me? Did I really find a beer called the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA? Well, how are you doing? Anyway, 
Check it out. And you know what? When you're drinking your beers, as you were last night, we were all happy in, in Wildville. You know what you should do? <laughs> Phil, what should people do? Show us your cans. Show us That's your right. taps. And show us show us your rides as well. Oh, yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it's almost riding season. Dennis Kirk has been a partner of ours from the very start, the last three years at Score North. And if you're a motorcycle gal or guy, they've got what you need. Parts, accessories, apparel, free shipping on orders over $89, over 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. So uh, whatever you ride, whether it's a Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Ride more, wait less. DennisKirk.com. So we're kind of, uh, we're. I mean, this could change at any time. We're just in wait and see mode on this Zadarius Smith stuff. So he's in town for a visit. He's been posting things to his social media, a little photo in Minnesota at the practice facility. He even sent out the meet you at the quarterback tweet, famous, made famous by the Purple People Eaters. I don't know. Is he going through like some Vikings museum or yeah, something? Yeah, I bet they took him on a tour. I bet that's exactly right. Meet you at the, the quarterback. Yep. And then uh, the Pioneer Press, Chris Thomason reported that the Vikings were going to take him to dinner. And usually they wine and dine the big free agents at Manny's Steakhouse, downtown Minneapolis. But it's been silent ever since. So news could drop at any point. I think the most important things to point out here on Zadarius Smith are he's 29 years old and coming off of back surgery. Yes. So he barely played last season. Uh, but before the back surgery, he says he's, you know, a couple months ago he was quoted as saying, I feel like a new man. You know, we'll see. Didn't he fail a physical with Baltimore? That's been rumored. We're, we're okay. not exactly sure, but, but he definitely had an agreement with Baltimore that he either walked away from because he saw the contracts being. Uh, that were being given out to pass rushing linebackers and or something happened with the physical, which, by the way, coming off back surgery wouldn't be that big of a leap to say there might have been something with the physical. Yeah, so there's there's some things to to work through here. But Mm -hmm. in 2019, Zadarius Smith led the NFL with 105 total pressures. That's seven pressures per game. Nuts. Six or seven pressures per game. According to uh, Pro Football Focus, ahead of Nick Bosa, who had 102 pressures that season. So the next year, in 2020, the pandemic year, his pressures dropped down to uh, 59, which was still top 12 in the NFL among edge rushers. And he still tallied 14 sacks after, was it 18 the year before? So, I mean, if this dude's healthy, which is the big if, and you can keep Daniil Hunter on the other side and hope that he's also healthy. There's a lot of ifs here, but... Right. A healthy Zadarius Smith and a healthy Daniil Hunter would terrorize opposing quarterbacks. So that's the that's sort of the best possible case scenario here if they do go forward with this. So with what the Vikings are trying to do here, this makes perfect sense. Like if you are going to bring back your team, right, then th- this is the, the type of guy who you probably try to sign to a two-year contract or something. Uh, but this makes perfect sense to add. If if this is the plan, and clearly this is the plan, uh, I totally get this move. My only question is this. I still have a weird feeling that the the Hunter thing's not done. Like something's going, it, it just feels weird. So is yeah. this a preemptive strike for that? Or, Phil, back to your point, is this being done ideally so that you can have uh, a Smith on one side and Hunter on the other side. That's what I can't figure out at all right now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, how much would you – what would you think if if this was bring in Zadarius Smith and then trade Daniil Hunter for like a second-round pick? I mean, if the, but if they're going to do that, I think they have to do it as soon as possible so you can What's use the, price the extra on that? money. So what, what would they lose now cap-wise if they traded Daniil? That's what's unclear. And maybe somebody has done some digging and reporting on this, but the roster bonus is guaranteed. Right. But it's not paid out until he reports to camp. And so the minute that you convert it to a signing bonus, it's on your cap. Right. So that's that's that that's why this is fishy. Right. If listen, if he's gonna play, why if he's playing for the Vikings, why are you not converting this the, the roster bonus to a signing bonus? Because you're putting it on your cap. But if it's just a roster bonus, and this is where I'm a little unclear. If they trade him and it remains a roster bonus, does that roster bonus then go over with the new team? I think it does. This is what's and so you would you would still yes. clear cap space. And this is where it feels weird. Like it feels like there's something that's not done here yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that there would be a fighting chance that Zadarius Smith, if he is signed, would actually be Daniel Hunter's replacement, not teammate. Yeah. And then you're still looking for another edge rusher. Uh-huh. If that's the case. And as it as it stands now, and again, Things are so murky with this weird roster bonus because if it's a signing bonus, things get stranger. But according to Over the Cap, if they traded him right now, pre-June 1, it's 11 in dead money but 14 in savings. Okay. So that's how it stands now. But again, I don't know what they're going to do with that weird $18 million roster bonus. So you'd have dead money, but you'd actually have a little more. Okay. Yeah. Also, there's also a good chance that they know that they can convert it and they're just sort of letting some different chips fall that hey jc treader we definitely have cap space right. we know that we have cap space because we can convert this but right. if you're not going to sign if if they're going to whiff on a couple of these free agents then does it make sense to just eat that cap in 2022 so that you have more freedom beyond 2022 because right now what they're doing is they keep shoving money into future seasons to clear room for now mm-hmm. which makes sense if you're trying to put chips on this year's table which they are obviously but yeah, I, I, perfect world. Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith are both Vikings. They're both healthy. They're both in their prime, and you're set at those positions for 2022 and maybe even beyond. But I also have a hard time believing that Zadarius Smith is going to be able to sign anything other than kind of a one-year prove-it with maybe some guarantees in that second year. Right, not with a back. Or like, like he's not having like a three-year, you know, forty million dollar guaranteed situation here with with the back surgery. Right. from six months ago. So very interesting. And, you know, we'll probably have news later today, one way or the other on Zadaria, so we can react to it. The other thing from yesterday that's interesting, the quarterback carousel just, I mean, this is the craziest quarterback offseason that any of us have probably seen, you know, and the the audience in their football watching lives, right? So Matt Ryan now headed to the Colts. And with Matt Ryan's trade, Carson Wentz getting traded, what, a couple weeks back, Deshaun Watson getting traded, and we've heard some rumblings about what Kirk's trade value would have been or was behind the scenes. But now that the picture is becoming clearer with all these trades, I think we know what Kirk's value could or would have been. And so I just want to throw this out. Matt Ryan got traded for a third. Carson Wentz for a, a conditional second and a third. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson for several firsts. He's younger. He's better. Um, I think this validates that Cousins likely would have slotted somewhere in between, probably somewhere above Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz for performance and age reasons, trade value, but somewhere below Deshaun Watson. So 
if it would have been two second round picks or a first and a third or a first and a fourth somewhere in that neighborhood and you save 35 million to the cap and then the Falcons went out and just signed Marcus Mariota to be their bridge quarterback in a year in which they're probably not going to win a lot of games you know and i believe it's like a 9 million dollar hit for 2022 so ultimately you would have saved 26 million dollars downgraded from Cousins to Mariota but saved money and got draft compensation that's what this was probably looking like for the Vikings and the decision that they would have had to, yeah, that's what had we, to make. That's what we talked about, right? I, I the mean, Falcons pretty much did exactly, exactly what exactly. we were talking about. Like yeah. they got their hands on our yeah. damn show and they stole the script. We weren't <laughs> talking to you, Atlanta. Um, and they're going to be awful this season. So the I, Vikings have a better roster than the Falcons have, just to put that out there. So if you had offered me, and, and I do think, I think that Cleveland um, – Speculation was probably correct. I think Cleveland probably offered two seconds for Kirk. Mm -hmm. I would have done that in my state of mind. Yes. Like, it's become very, very clear. The Vikings, the perception at TCO is much different than that at our show. It's just that it just comes down to that. But if you had offered me two seconds, yeah. Uh, I do think, and you've been watching football longer than Quasey has, so you know you have well, more experience. And, and you've, I've you've watched, watched actual <laughs> actual games. Um, well, look, no, I, I here's the thing: is I think that Quasey probably would have done that deal too. But sometimes your hands are tied. Um, yeah, I think you could have gotten two seconds. And, and the interesting thing, just to go back on on Hunter for a second, is I do think the opportunity is there to trade him. But the problem there is the compensation back. So I think the Vikings have offers for Hunter on the table. I think they are not what the Vikings want. And I think the Vikings probably are trying to, to get a, a first round pick and the teams that they're talking to probably say, Daniel Hunter has played seven games in two years and back and forth and back and forth. They, they so go. Yeah. Uh, but if you had given me two second round picks for Kirk. Yeah. But I am, I was okay with starting again. Clearly the Vikings aren't. So interesting, yeah. the The Hunter thing, it doesn't feel over. It doesn't feel over. Well, at this all. whole he's thing been about, upset with his contract for like two years, so we'll just have to watch it play so, out. So, so the the non conversion of the roster bonus to a signing bonus at this point, um, it's not the type of thing that stays quiet. So, like, if, if it's converted, Schefter gets it right, or Rappaport gets it. Like, it's out there. So the fact that we don't know yet, to me, means that there's another move, and, and that, that is the proverbial chip on the table for the Vikings, I think. So, yes, that's yeah. why it feels like it's not done. How could we convert fat to muscle or just, like, convert fat to nothing? Like, what, what would, who would we turn to to just, like, clear fat space? So, so oh, fat space. Okay, now cap space confuses me because I'm bad at math, but when we're talking about fat <laughs> – a fat space. I'm going to tell you right Some now. Fat people. Summer is. Hey, I was. Hey, I was a fat guy. Summer is coming, right? And you, right now, you got up this morning, and the weather's turning a little bit, getting nicer. And you looked in the mirror, and you thought to yourself, uh, "I want to lose some weight." Well, that's where my friends, especially with summer on the way, from Livia Weight Control Centers, come in with their best offer of the year. Join today, get 25% off the program, plus 35 meals for free. 25% off, 35 meals for free. You can choose a new virtual or in-person options customized to you, and you could be down 20 pounds or more just in time for summer. Livia.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, 
L-I-V-E-A dot com, inside the state or outside. If you want to lose those pounds, follow the Zolgadian program, because if Judd can do it, you can too. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Also, hello to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They are pretty much an offensive line for your business. They're, they're always protecting and shielding you against risk, and they're just helping elevate your business to another level. They've been around for over 100 years. And, uh, and they specialize in specific markets and industries that they know and understand very specifically. So you can check them out at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Real quick here before we peace out. just want to fly through a couple of the other notable picks in this Godfather Mach 3.0, mm-hmm. Mel Kuyper. So we, you know, the Vikings took Trent McDuffie, cornerback Washington, Couple picks later, Tyler Linderbaum, the center from Iowa, went to the Ravens at fourteen. Yeah, he's supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher from Florida State, who has been mocked a few different ways to the Vikings at twelve, to the Eagles. The first quarterback doesn't come off the board until eighteen. The Saints taking Kenny Pickett, even after they signed Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. and then Malik Willis goes twentieth to the Steelers. <laughs> to sit behind Mitch Trubisky for probably a, a season. Big Ben's yeah. replacement. He's right. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, let's see here. I'm trying to find other quarterbacks. I think he might only have two quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, Mel Kuyper is not. Oh, uh, okay. Matt uh, Matt Corral. Yay! Golden Corral. Yes. Golden Corral went through my head as I was. Matt. Golden Corral. Corral. Hey, sometimes he goes uh, to the to the Lions at thirty-two. So interesting. All right. Well, there it is. As we wait for Zadarius Smith news, maybe he. I don't know. Maybe maybe he just slept under the table at Manny's. He just. He ate forty-eight ounces oh. of uh, prime cut. You know what? I wouldn't blame the table. I, I wouldn't blame him one bit oh. if he did, man. <laughs> so good. They just wheel out like the raw yeah, meat. It's, you, just, it's you get to great. like make eye contact with your dinner, and then it's a great location too. Nice little place. Pass out. So, all right, we'll be back maybe later today, mm-hmm. depending on what happens with Zadarius Smith. For sure, tomorrow for some write that down predictions and an accountability session. Quasi's going to talk. Quasi's going to talk. Quasi's going to talk. Quasi's going to talk. What about Ziggy? When's Ziggy going to talk? Ziggy going to talk. But uh, that's a wrap. Purple Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow or later today. We'll see. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.